Hello, this is Jessica Heron, founder and CEO of the Stella and Dot Family Brands, and this is my brand new podcast, Self Made. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Self Made Podcast. We have a favorite guest returning. Drumroll, please. It is Danielle Redner, the Chief Inspiration Officer of S&D Social Retail. Hi, Danielle. How are you? I am so good. I'm so happy to be back chatting with you, even though we're going to talk about not being in denial. And about how it's positive to put your head in the sand? It's the best to put your head in the sand. (laughs) Well, you know, your episode on Montrose was a huge success, popular, so I... I am very happy to have you back, and I wanted to get you to come back on Self Made because I have heard you giving some wisdom out this week that needs to be shared more broadly because it's funny and inspiring. That is your special breed of of, uh, what you do. So can I ask you a question? Of course. Do you have ostriches on the wallpaper in your powder room? In fact, I do. What a wild random guess you have made. Yes, I do. And can you explain to me why and what life lesson this gives us? I'm going to be totally honest. I first put that wallpaper in my powder room because of the aesthetics. It's very cool. It's like gray ostriches with their head sticking in gold sand. And I just liked it. Um, I went to a lot of work to get it after finding it in a decor magazine. But then what I found out the best part of it was is when guests are over, of course, they inevitably end up in your powder room. And then everyone always asks the question, why are there ostriches with their heads in the sand in your powder room? And what does it really mean? And it starts all these conversations around if that's a good thing or a bad thing. And the lesson I have learned from now talking to many of people is that it's actually a good thing because it really denotes focus. Why does an ostrich put its head in the sand? I don't know if he's hot. By the way, an ostrich is like a badass. He's not a wimp. So if if a tough big, like he's not doing it because he's wimping out. I think he's doing it because he's hot, but I want to say he's doing it because he's hot and focused. Okay, so tell me what it means to you to stick your head in the sand. And lots of people think of that as denial, but another way, it's kind of like tunnel vision, right? It's about just sort of focusing on one thing. When do you need to do the, exactly that? Um, every day, a hundred times a day. So I have been talking with a lot of our independent business owners this week about this exact thing, especially going into a busy season. You know, what is the difference between being busy and being productive? Because often we refer to like our busy season, but really wouldn't it be better if it was our productive season? The ability to be able to stick your head in the sand and have that television and focus only on what's productive is so key to your happiness, to your efficiency, to your success. And if you can do that on a regular basis, but it takes recalibrating, you know, daily, weekly, all the time, then you're gonna, you're just gonna feel so much more fulfilled. So to me, the difference between busy and productive are a few different things. And I, um, I'll share those with you, but I, I heard Ed Norton talking about how, you know, the actor, when he's pitching a movie, if at the, if he can explain the movie in three lines, it's going to be good. If he can explain it in one line, very focused, it's going to be a blockbuster. And if his answer to like, what's your movie about is kind of all over the place, then it's not actually going to be that great. And I kind of equate that to your day, right? At the end of the day, 
if I say, oh my gosh, I was so busy. My husband says to me, what'd you do? And I can say one thing, I nailed the whatever. It's gonna have been a productive day. If it's one or two lines, I did the whatever, whatever, and whatever, it's still good, maybe not quite as productive, but if I'm like, oh, I can't even tell you what I did, I know I was just busy. That's the sign to me that I need to be a little bit more focused because my productivity is slipping. So do you wanna hear some tips on how to be more productive? Oh, yes, I do. Okay. <laughs> So number one, and I think this is the big takeaway, and everyone I have talked to in the last few weeks about this is like, oh, that's so true. If I don't take the time, I typically do this very early Monday morning, but sometimes I do it Sunday night. If I don't take the time before my week starts to step back and sort of strategically think, what are the three things, and usually it's three, I need to achieve this week in order to feel like I've earned my weekend, uh, if I don't take the time to kind of do that, it's very easy to just get busy and not be productive. So, you know, I, in our, in my world, I don't know too many people who lack work ethic. We're filled with people that are full of work ethic in, in our industry. So, but people who are full of work ethic love to be busy. And sometimes if they don't take that step back, I know about myself, if I don't take that step back to be strategic about it, I'm just going to get busy. And it could be Wednesday before I start to get productive if I haven't like taken that step back. So every Monday morning, I that very early Monday morning, get out a big post-it note and I literally write down the three three to four things that I have to be able to do so that Friday at like six o'clock I can cross those things off and be like, I earned my weekend. And if I don't do that, I just I err that I may go into my task list and you have to take a moment to realize that your task list and your strategic priorities for the week are not the same. And I think often we just get right into that task list and we miss out on the productivity filter. So that's tip number one. Identify what you have to get done that week to know it was productive. And then the task list will kind of take care of itself. But one without the other is just going to create busy. That is so true. Okay, I want to come back and ask you a question about that because there are always things on the task list that feel important, but they may not be. But tell me tip number two. Yeah, okay, well, tip number two is constantly check back in. Like, literally, I've never been diagnosed, but I'm sure I'm somewhat ADD because I always have 100. So do you. We both always have 100 conversations and topics going on in our head. So if I'm not constantly checking back in on that list, it is very easy for me to go down a rabbit hole on something else. And that's going to naturally happen. And I don't actually want to prevent that totally from happening because that's where creativity and great ideas come from. But I constantly want to be checking back at that list a couple times a day. Like, okay, have I moved towards one of these things in the last few hours? And if not, maybe I need to kind of recalibrate here for a second or decline a meeting so that I can do that or work a little longer so I get that done before I leave my office. Or like, I don't want to go too far down the road before I'm constantly checking back in. So that's- I wonder if anyone's listening to this thinking, wow, like a couple times a day you're checking in with yourself. And, and that's sort of some serious truth telling because I think we all feel like we're ADD. Like focusing is- it's really easy to wander away from productivity. <laughs> it's like there's a little siren around us all the time, whether it's like your phone or something yeah. to be down in your house or like a snack to go get, or it's so easy to drift away from doing something productive. So 
several times a day, you check back in with yourself. I think that's kind and, of important. And always that- before I leave for the day, like before, I, and that's why it literally is a giant orange post-it note stuck on my giant monitor. So the, the last thing I do before I leave for the day is also kind of check back in. And then I even peek ahead to the next day and make sure that I've got some things lined up that are going to make that happen. So that's, that's a great habit. So it really is just being okay with recognizing that it takes focus and there's, you're normal if you need to recalibrate and recenter yourself several times a day. Yeah, totally. I mean, yes. Well, I, I think that's normal anyway. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Next tip. Okay. Next thing is define then what the high value things are that will lead to those strategic goals of the week and put them on repeat. So if there's something you do that is afterwards, you know it was productive. And I think, again, we just get so busy and we don't sometimes step back and think, okay, that really worked. Or like take the time to assess. So if there's something you do that is highly effective and you know, wow, that actually worked very well. That could be something like a power hour where you just like block everything out and you're like, for this one hour, I'm only working on this one thing. Or it could be um, like little five minute task list. So sometimes if I, if something comes up and it's a five minute task and I don't want to deal with it because I'm in the flow, but I don't want to forget about it. I'll just write it on a little side list. And then when five minutes presents itself, I can do that thing. So just little habits like that keep doing the things that matter on repeat, I think are actually really key. And then schedule those things with yourself. So maybe that's like making a meeting with yourself to make that call or do that group event or whatever that highly productive thing is. Well, I think that's one of the things I wanted to ask you a question about, because I think this is what we all search for. I talk about it all the time, trying to identify your high value activities and try to make sure that you're not procrastinating by doing something that feels like you're accomplishing something, but really you're just avoiding something that may have more risk of failure in it. (laughs) So how do you keep it, how does anyone keep themselves honest or really identify that time that you talked about, like specializing a task, time blocking, and then going and doing that one thing? How do you, do you have any tips or tricks for knowing one, what is it that I really, really need to be doing? And then two, is there uh, any systems you use where you actually keep yourself accountable to power blocking, you know, and, and dedicating time to it? Oh boy. Okay. The, the systems is an easy one for me because I'm super systemized, as you know. So like, I am a big fan of making Outlook meetings with myself. Like I literally have a meeting on my calendar that will pop up and say, for the next 30 minutes, you're going to think about this or you're going to do this thing on repeat. Or I do the same thing. I have block office time. Like I'm literally scheduling time to think. Yes. And it actually, mine actually says block. That's what it's called because I don't know what else to call it. And sometimes I just need some blocked time because again, like you, I could go 12 hours of just meetings and not really stepping back and having time to react or think or recalibrate. So think blocked time that is like, and it depends on your life. I mean, that might be going for a walk. That might be, you know, getting up half an hour earlier and thinking quietly to yourself then or getting something done then, but just having like time to think and not just execute, I think is really key. Uh, I know a lot of people would tell you that another system that works very well here is a to-do list. I actually don't find that. I find if I have a to-do list, I get mired in the to-do list 
and I get obsessed with the to-do list. Instead, I just like my strategic four, three or four things with my like task list. And I, you know, so I'm not forgetting things, but I'm not wed to a to-do list. Although for some people, you have a results list, which I've heard it called before too, which is you go into the week saying like, here are the things I want to do to earn my weekend, which I kind of love. I love that. One, I think you deserve your weekend no matter what, but I I think you, this idea of what am I going to accomplish by the end of the week? And then the tasks just fall out of it. The thing I want to add to that too is don't, again, ostrich. Like I think the other thing about the ostrich is with the hand, ostrich with his head in the sand is that he, he's in denial and don't be in denial about when you're just being busy. I think again, in our industry, everyone here has a pretty high work ethic. That's why you're here. Like by definition, if you're someone who wants a side hustle or you know, you're choosing this as your you're primary, listening to a podcast about how to get ahead, you're probably not lazy. Right. Like I always laugh. My parents are 73 and 75. They're the cutest people in the world. Two retired executives. If I call their house at 8 a.m. and I happen to wake them up because they slept in, I mean, you would think that I just caught them robbing a bank. They are so guilty. They're like, oh, we fell back to sleep. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, your, your day is dictated by like coffee time and Ellen, what time is like, why you should be sleeping at 8am. You should stay in bed all day if you want. I dream of what that will be like when I'm 75. Like, why are you apologizing? Because to them, I'm always like, okay, I know you were asleep. So don't even try to pretend you weren't. You taught me not to lie. Why are you acting like this? But to them, not being busy is a crime. And I find that in myself too. So sometimes I can get into this, like, I gotta be busy. I gotta be busy. But that, to me, busy is the enemy of productive, which is why I do not need a task list. I need a results list. You're right. That, that, is, that is such good advice. By the way, I do know about ostriches with their heads in the sand, only because I have consulted my research assistant, Google. Dr. Google? It turns out that they don't actually bury their head in the sand. Do you know what they're doing? When they sense danger and they can't run away, they just flop to the ground, kind of like a possum, and they remain still, and it's because their head is the color of sand, it blends in, and you often can't see it. So they are actually like paralyzed in fear, but you're looking at this ostrich of being like, I kind of like your world, where the ostrich is not paralyzed in fear, they're actually like, focused in on a task. And that is what we all need to do on our most important tasks. So if you were to give someone who's feeling frenzied, because it is the most wonderful time of the year, um, but it is also a frenzied time of the year between work, personal life, familial obligations. And it, in our business, it is a time where it's, you can also get the most value So it's the least period of time in which you would want to be wasting time. And yet it's such a busy time. So how do you snap yourself out of it? How do you, how are you like, okay, go focus. Like, what do you do if you're just totally out of the habit of getting stuff done? So that you got to step back and think, okay, what is the highest paid activity in what I do? or the most fulfilling activity in what I do, depending on your, you know, your filter, what you do, like, what is that thing in in my world? And I think in most worlds, it's involving people, like talking to people and multiple people at once, if you can, (laughs) like probably whatever you do involves somehow talking to people, or if you're in sales, it involves 
filling that funnel and converting people and building relationships. And yeah, like, so you've got to look back and be like, okay, what are the most productive ways that I can do that? Let me almost pretend that I'm not talking about myself. Sometimes I do this. I like stick my head so far in the sand that I pretend I'm giving advice to someone else. If my best friend came to me and said, man, I I am so busy. I'm overwhelmed and I just can't focus. What would my advice be? I'd be like, all right, let's talk through what's going to yield the highest results for you. Like help me understand what that is in, in what you do. What exactly does that look like? And what are like three or four things that you could do over the next few weeks that would get you that? Sometimes when you take yourself out of it and you think about what advice you would give someone else, it's so much more clear. You know the answer. You just don't want to do it. You totally know the answer. That is fantastic advice. Always. Okay, well, then that is going to be everyone's self-made challenge for this week is I want you to go give somebody else advice on how to stick their head in the sand, take their head out of the sand, be an ostrich, you don't, whatever it is you think of, and and actually go make your list of the three things that are going to make the biggest impact you've earned your weekend. Oh, and Danielle, guess what you also learn when you Google, does an ostrich stick its head in the sand? What? You know how it also gives you like people also ask and it gives you other things? (laughs) Apparently, people also ask, can frog pee give you warts? Oh, what's the answer to that one? No, it cannot. So I thought it was a no. I also want to point out, the ostrich, I, I don't get it. He puts his head in the sand and he thinks we can't see his giant body just because his head is <laughs> That's like playing hide and seek with a toddler where they cover their own eyes and you're like, no, 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 I can see you. <laughs> but I like, but I think it's even more proof that that's because he knows everybody can still see him. He's just telling everybody that so he can focus. <laughs> oh, I like it. Well, thank you so much for being a guest. And if this has inspired you to focus and take action and create value in your own life, then please give a review in the Apple store or Google or wherever you get your podcast and use the hashtag self-made podcast when you share it. Until next time, my friends, you are self-made. 